Have you ever thought about how incredibly complex our spit is? It may only be 99% water, but just saliva isn't simple. That remaining 1% holds incredibly meaningful information that could change everything. And I'm not just talking about your family tree. Hi, I'm Baratunde Thurston, and on this season of Spit, an iHeartRadio podcast with 23andMe, we explore how DNA isn't just about ancestry. It can also be key to understanding your health. Hello, you, and welcome back. I've said this before, but what I love about this season of Spit is that we get to hear from all kinds of different people with different perspectives, and this episode is another great example of that. Now, today's episode features an important discussion from Waiting on Reparations, a podcast about hip-hop and politics. Every week, hosts Dope Knife and Lingua Franca explore the history of public policy and its impacts on the hip-hop community and its culture. In this episode, Dope Knife and Lingua discuss the reality of health risks and the unfortunate disparities that are often found in marginalized communities. The two discuss their own health, plus the experiences of family and friends who could have benefited from knowing more about their own health backgrounds, the types of information found in the results of a 23andMe test. The two explore how there's much more to learn from DNA than just your ancestry and how important that knowledge can be. Let's listen in as these two share their unique perspective, including their thoughts on how the vital information provided in DNA testing can aid us in dealing with an unequal healthcare system. You are listening to Waiting on Reparations, a production of iHeartRadio. Yo, yo, hey, yo. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Dope Knife. It's Little Franca. And we are waiting on reparations. Hurry up, yo. We are the show bridging the gap between hip-hop and politics. You know how we do this. It's been a long time. Should've I should have left, left you, left, left you without a... Dope, grime, stuff <laughs> How are you been? No, you. I've been good. I've been good. I mean, we haven't seen each other since that show that we did here. We in did Savannah. have an excellent show down in Savannah uh, a couple but weeks ago. That I was, was seeing the highlights point. of your tour. I've been well since then. I've been well rested because I just so, gotten off the tour when you were getting ready to, and I was go getting to, ready to show. Yeah. So I'm rested. I'm actually, you know, you know how it goes when you're on the road and then you're like, man, I can't wait to get home, and then you're back home. You're like, man, I'm tired of looking at all this. I want to go back out the road. I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> My life is a uh, shambles. Yeah, nah, nah. Yeah, Tori. So, what about you, Miss, yeah. Miss PhD? Yes, I uh, defended my dissertation a week ago. It feels like it was months ago, because probably I just blacked out the entire experience because it's terrifying. But yeah, so I am uh, a doctor now, so that's crazy. But uh, yeah, and then you've been touring Birmingham, DC, Asheville, Savannah, obviously. Um, yeah. And I just had a West Coast tour announced uh, like yesterday. Oh, that's I, what's up. Who are you going out with? I'm going out with a band called Holy F Word. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, no, they're really dope. But, uh, yeah, we're going from, like, Vancouver down to San Diego. Oh, next, that's what's up. Next how, many, week. how many dates? Ten. Ne- you said next week? Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just get added on that. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm oh, excited, though. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, it is election day today in Georgia, all across the state, and we are having some decent voter turnout from what I hear. We are, yeah. And so there's been a lot of conversations like, oh, voter suppression wasn't that bad. But it's like, 
One, people are livid that uh, their votes are trying to be taken away from them, and so they're coming out in greater numbers. Um, one uh, survey showed that Georgians believe their vote matters like to a degree that is higher than anywhere else in the country. Like Georgians really Ooh. believe, yeah, like folks in the state really believe their vote matters, like more well, so. I mean, than, given the, given I the mean, drama yeah, the no, last time, definitely, you would hope. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we got people who are like really motivated to vote because they really feel like it counts and it matters more so than anywhere else in the country. And then we've had tons of organizers, people like the New Georgia Project and Fair Fight and Black Voters Matter, et cetera, registering tons of voters. I mean, like, we got, obviously, everyone's familiar with Stacey Abrams running for governor. We have the opportunity to expand Medicaid under her governorship. Um, there's, like, tons of, tons and tons of uninsured Georgians. We have, like, one of the lowest insured rates in the country. And then one of the highest maternal mortality rates, too. And so, like, um, that alone, I mean, that alone could be world-altering for so many people. But yeah, a lot of folks getting out to vote today, feeling excited, feeling empowered. Cool. So on the topic of Medicaid and health insurance and our health generally, in this episode, we've teamed up with 23andMe for a conversation. For a conversation about DNA testing. Now, you hear 23andMe, you hear us say DNA testing, you're thinking, but guys, we already heard you do that episode about ancestry and things like that. That's not really what we're talking about today. You see, it's it does it's not necessarily limited to your ancestry. Like DNA testing can be used to gain insight on one's own health, certain things that you may be at risk for, and it can equip you with the information that you need. And it can equip you with the information that you need to make the necessary changes and live your best life, you know? So it can alert you to your risk of type 2 diabetes, macular degeneration, try to you know, keep your eye health good, celiac disease, um, if you might be at higher risk for chronic kidney disease, um, late onset Alzheimer's, um, which definitely is something I'm thinking about having you know, multiple incidences of it in my family. But then you, you can see if you're at higher risk of Parkinson's, atrial defibrillation, which is you know, kind of like a regular heartbeat. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. Eczema, like there's all sorts of things that you can discover. And to kick it off, we're going to start by recapping the story of legendary hip-hop producer Jay Dilla. We're visiting some of Jay Dilla's story um, with his own health, um, as well as preventative health care, broadly, and the power of knowing about the DNA. Yeah, now we've definitely mentioned Jay Dilla on the show before. Um, just to recap you, so Jay Dilla was diagnosed with an incurable blood disease around 2002. Yep. In 2005, he underwent intensive treatment. I do believe he was misdiagnosed a couple times. And uh, 29 out of 31 tracks from Dilla's uh, last album, Donuts, were actually recorded in his hospital bed. He's using the Boss SP-303 sampler and a small 45 record player and his, his friends bought him. And uh, it was released on his 32nd birthday. And I mean, you can't just, you can't overstate the importance of that Jay Dilla album, Donut. No, zero. Can't. You remember the first time you heard that? I, yeah, it was mind blown. It was around the same time I was like a pretty young person. It was around the same time I discovered like MF Doom Word. and cats like that. That really expanded my idea of what hip hop can be. And, you know, sonically, um, and also resonated with a lot of how I initially got into hip hop, like through like Adult Swim cartoons at night. They play like a lot of lo-fi sort of um, like a lot of samples drawing from an earlier era, very nostalgic sounding. 
And so, he was revolutionary with it. And so, yeah, when I, when I heard Donuts first time, I was like, oh my God, like hip hop is, can, can be so much. I mean, he influenced, he influenced countless people. Like um, he pretty much like influenced hip hop producers, jazz musicians. He's partially responsible for like neo soul as a genre. And as far as the people that he's worked with, I mean, he's talking tribe called quest q-tip common everybody erica badu um quest love from the roots like everybody so jay dilla is like a prolific prolific producer but we lost him early on 32 years old so dilla was uninsured at the time and he didn't seek care until he was sick and there's disproportionate rates of heart disease cancer diabetes in the black community that could be mitigated if folks knew that there are risks and they felt, you know, in charge of their own health. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, so many people, even if you have insurance, you know, just don't go to a doctor until they're sick. And Especially in the hip-hop community, in the black community, it's, it's definitely, like, an issue. I mean, there's, like, a laundry list of preventative cares that you can take, right? Like, you can eat, you can change your diet, you can change your lifestyle and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, if the more information that you have about you know, your health, the more equipped you are when you do, when misfortune does arrive and you do have to go into the healthcare system. Or, you know, even in fortunate times, I think about like, I had multiple hospitalizations last year while I was pregnant. And, um, you know, that's a very exciting thing, a little scary, but you know, going through something that you're really stoked about. But even, you know, when you're in the hospital, my experience, I feel like it's also the same for a lot of people. Um, it feels like choices are just made for you. Like you go in and they're like, we gotta run these tests and we're gonna do this treatment and this and that, this is the plan. Um, and so I think it's important for people to feel empowered to say like, hey, I want information about this. I know I'm at risk for X, Y, Z. Let's talk about that. So they can really take control of those conversations where you know the, the power dynamic feels very imbalanced where like you're talking to these medical experts who are like, you know, they got the game plan versus you that it's just like, you're just there because you care about your health and you want to be well. Um, but coming into that conversation like, yo, I know what I'm going to ask about, I know what my concerns are, I'm going to speak up for myself, is an important part of really taking advantage of like preventative health care and getting the health outcomes that you want, you want to see. So having... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sorry. I, no, I was just going to add, like I, I also have like a personal experience with that. My father is similar to Jay Dillon's situation where... He got diagnosed with a uh, kidney condition and we found it out too late and he didn't really act on it until he was sick. And I remember the ins and outs of the hospital and the testing and trying to figure out what was wrong with them. You know, by the time we even, you know, they could pinpoint what the actual issue was, it was almost too late. Yeah, but I mean, thankfully there are opportunities to with certain conditions have insight into how your DNA can affect your likelihood for developing those conditions. And then you can, you know, be more empowered to make healthier choices that can improve in your, the, improve your quality of life. Um, I think learning those lessons from our experiences, your experience with your dad, my experience in the hospital a bunch of times last year, definitely attest um, how important it is to take that proactive step. And like, if you can learn a little something about yourself, something about your, um, likelihood for different um conditions you can like you know make more informed and empowered choices so sure i mean like i had another personal experience as well you know my father 
lost my grandmother, his mother to Alzheimer's. He was his, her, he was her primary caregiver at that time, and is currently the primary caregiver, primary caregiver for his partner, my stepmom, who also has Alzheimer's. And I've seen up close the way this impacts a family, having dealt with like really strong emotions, observing you know my stepmother's mental state evolve in the years since her diagnosis. But luckily, my parents are runners, and being physically active is really central to their lives, which has been found to help prevent and slow cog cognition impacts. So knowing that early, knowing that you have an increased likelihood of developing something like Alzheimer's, you can start off early on, you know, running, being physically active, and making those lifestyle changes that can actually, you know, completely change the course of your life, you know, if you, if you just have that info early on, so. Same thing with knowing if you're at risk of breast cancer, getting regular checkups and screenings, and, you know, again, adjusting your diets to know that you're at risk of heart disease. Now, it is, you know, important that we remind you, like, DNA testing isn't it in itself, like, recommending a treatment. Yeah, so on the topic of breast cancer, the 23andMe BRCA1 and BRCA2 genetic health risk report is intended for use with adults to report three genetic variants in the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes associated with a higher risk of developing breast, ovarian, and prostate cancer. The report doesn't include variants and in other genes linked to hereditary cancer, so it's not intended to diagnose any disease or tell you about your overall risk of developing a disease. It's not intended to determine any treatments. And of course, you know, your results should be confirmed in a clinical setting before taking any medical op, you know, me any medical action. So it's not a substitute for visits to healthcare professionals, for recommended screenings or appropriate follow-up. Um, it can just kind of prompt you to consider um, lifestyle changes, what you want to talk about with your doctor, but ultimately, you know, it's important to go see a doctor and talk to them about you know, various things you're concerned about. So. Now, speaking of these 23 and, and me reports and DNA testing in general as a topic, like, what are your general thoughts about that? I mean, like, thinking back to pregnancy once again, if I had known that I was at increased risk for gest gestational diabetes while pregnant, um, that would at least have unsettled, or at least would have settled some of the uncertainty of, like, simply not knowing. When I went in to get my, you know, blood tests and... Uh, I was like really nervous, like um, that uncertainty was almost as bad as a lot of the other health stuff I was going yeah. through. But it, but again, I'm sorry, I don't know if you caught that yelling in the background. But again, like having that knowledge and feeling empowered, like, okay, like I could kind of imagine some different potentialities here and be able to have frank conversations with my doctors around that. That would have felt great, but you know, I got through it, so. I hope other people don't have to deal with that same thing, but... Now, let's take a moment and listen to a story of how understanding your health begins with understanding what your genetics say about you. For Brittany and Carlos, 23andMe helped make a father-daughter reunion possible. For both of them, the experience was life-changing. I did have a person who I thought was my dad, and he wasn't really involved. We didn't have a lot of things in common. So I took the test and found out who Carlos was, my dad. I immediately found like a lot of similarities that I've been looking for for a long time. It was really overwhelming, but a very good, overwhelming feeling. Both of my parents are deceased, so my parents never had the chance to meet her and know they had a grandchild out there. 
my mom was a phenomenal basketball player, and so is Brittany. So my mother would have definitely loved that. <laughs> Through 23andMe, Carlos helped Brittany discover important insights into her family health history. My mom died at 47 from diabetes. You know, in the Black community, it's very, very prevalent. The only way we can change it is dietary habits and so forth. It has to be something that we start at a young age. It starts when we're young and then snowballs until we're older. I think that it's just really important to like focus on that in your relatives and then also pass on that information just because it may not just be you. Thanks to 23andMe, Brittany's reunion with her dad, Carlos, changed her life. It's answered a lot of the questions that I didn't know that I have. So don't be afraid to do it. Connect with people that you didn't think that you have. Consider those health reasons. There's a lot of tests involved with 23andMe that could really benefit you and then a lot of people around you. This story was brought to you by 23andMe. Learn more about your ancestry and get personalized genetic insights into your health. Get started today at 23andMe.com. Let's be frank about it. You know, we're, we're both sitting here and we haven't taken the test ourselves for uh, this episode's sake. Um, it was something that we both needed more data and more information on. And, you know, everyone has their reasons of being skittish or jittery with giving, you know, just being frank with you, handing over your DNA to uh, a, a big company or something like that. So that's generally is my hesitation in doing it is the fear of that and then the fear of my privacy and the fear of, you know, like we talk about finding out our data and it's just like wanting to make sure that your data is in the right hands. You know, that it actually is your yeah. data. That, that's like a personal fear that I've had that was an obstacle in doing this. Because, you know, like when we, when we were approached for this, we were asked if we wanted to take the test. I, I, I didn't take it for that reason. And I got to say that through the course of, of everything that we've read and everything that we've been looking at, I actually feel more comfortable with it now. And I actually do think I'm going to go get the uh, report done after this for all of the reasons that we've talked about. I'm not a spring chicken of an MC. You know, like the whole thing with being like a rapper and MC and being in, in hip hop, there's this sense of invulnerability, you know, and because it's such a youthful thing, you can kind of get swept up in thinking that you're going to be young forever and that, you know, you're going to be fine and nothing's going to hurt you and not, not taking your health seriously. And again, you know, it, it's not something that you should just think about when you're getting older, but like we've been saying, this is all about preventative measure and preventative care. So the sooner that you start looking into things like that, even even if it, you don't go the route of finding out your DNA, but if you take a proactive step in your health and maintaining it and making sure that you're in the, you know, the best condition that you possibly can be in, that's always important. Yeah, you know, like, people tell you all the time, oh, you need to eat right, oh, you need to exercise, oh, you need to keep your blood pressure down and limit your sugar. But when you have, like, a concrete reason, like, oh, I'm at, I know I'm at an increased risk for this, like, that can really get you going. Like, okay, I really do need to hit the gym. I, I do need to be, I don't know, drinking more water or whatever it is. Because it's not just this abstract, you know, just people bombarding you with advice you didn't ask for. It's, like, really tied to your personal life. And so, I mean, I think that's a big benefit. And I totally understand why, particularly within, you know, the circles where we move, there's a lot of just medical hesitancy generally. Yeah. 
um, you know, just given uh, the legacy of things like just there's been there's, I don't even want to get into it because like there's mad crazy things that have happened in our history in our past that make people like I don't know about doctors though but you know putting that information directly into your hands um, so you can decide what to do with it it's not necessarily like you know whatever you gotta do with your doctor if you don't like going to see a doctor I get it you should go but if you take that information and at least start making different choices in your personal life with regards to your diet with regards to your exercise like there you go you know that's that's empowerment right there um but that definitely drove a little bit of my you know concerns at first like i don't know doctors medicine i was like you know like i was saying about being in the hospital it's just been so nerve-wracking to like and overwhelming to like take control of my health but i kind of get it now you know like no i was was gonna add on to that like for people who haven't been in the like healthcare system and haven't had to deal with it yet it's one of those things where it's like like you don't you don't know till you know until <laughs> you know you know what i'm saying like once you're in it shoot the, the more information that you're armed with the, the 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 easier it is to get through i'm not saying it's easy at all but it's like the more that you know about your own health it can save you so much time and money and like to be honest with you heartache you know yeah, I mean, being, like, for, like, I think probably, like, 90% of the time being in the hospital is, like, one of the lower points of a person's life, right? Like, nobody wants to be there unless you're like, yeah, I'm having a baby and so excited. But think about the fact that that medical hesitancy, that, you know, people don't want to go to the ER, people don't want to get these, you know, blood tests and things. If you are proactive about lifestyle choices, you can avoid that larger unpleasantness of being in the hospital um, because you, you know, had a a condition that ran unchecked and now it's really, really adversely impacting you. Um, So on the flip side, it's like, you know, I didn't really, I was like, "Mm, I don't know about this because like of like skepticism about doctors and hospitals, but having this information can help you avoid (laughs) deep entanglements with it. Um, If you you really want to like, all right, I'm going to get my life right. I'm going to do what I need to for myself and my health for my family who wants me to live a happy and full life, right? So that's kind of cool. So yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody has to do what's right for them and everybody has to do what's comfortable for them. This is just one of different avenues that you can look into um, on this particular issue of your health. DNA testing is not the be-all and end-all. And also, you know, you might even be thrown off because we're talking about 23andMe and you're thinking, well, I thought that was ancestry and whatnot. And it's, you know, you can do more with the knowledge of your DNA than just find out who, you know, what your ancestry is. And that's part of what this is all about. It's just a tool. Black people are at higher risk of diabetes, heart disease, sickle cell cancer. I mean, these are all reasons to be proactive about it. And also, and I'm sure Mariah will agree with me on this, we're advocates of mental health. And in our communities, we have a laundry list of things that we're stressing about and that we're worried about from day to day. And don't think for a second that your health concerns aren't adding on to that. So it's important also to consider, I think, the relationship between our um, physical health and our overall well-being, inclusive of mental health. And so being able to, like, go in and have that empowered conversation can have, you know, I don't know, like a sense of, like, self-esteem. I don't want to say building, but you know what I mean? Like, 
you, you feel a little more empowered, you feel a little more confident because you're armed with information. I feel like, you know, I think that's like a universal principle. If you're going into something like, all right, I got this information to draw off of, like preparation itself for whatever it is that you have to deal with. Um, I think I've definitely, you know, going back to the example of pregnancy, there's so much, so much uncertainty, so many things you are just not, and it, it's not just like the physical toll of, ah, my knees are aching or whatever. It's all, it's like mentally, it takes a lot out of you. But, you know, it's always, it's always easier to talk about things when you wrap them. At least for me. What, what, what about you, Mariah? Do you feel, you, you feel like we could, you feel like we could bring this home? I, I suppose I am a rapper. But I guess this is the big test of time. If I can rap about uh, DNA knowledge, I can rap about anything. So let's get it. Oh. Ooh. No reparations. I'm tired of taking all of these little adventures. I'm trying to take a week off, visit my cardiologist, my dentist, get my blood pressure checked, get a mental refresher. The uncertainty is a pretty quirky thing, but love, love, long and prosper, suffer an injury. Am I drinking too much PBR? Should I cup puritan? How's my blood sugar? Should I stop eating Burger King? Never know when the story's going is the guarantee, but never ever need to be scared because see. A little bit of knowledge can empower you to prepare to eat your carrots, use some layups, whatever it takes to stay up. It isn't fate, but there's some indicators there from day one. A lot of information hidden right under the radar. Spark a conversation, some contemplation, some lifestyle changes. I don't know, it's up to you. So what you gonna, what you gonna, what you gonna, what you gonna, what you gonna do? Waiting on reparations, it's obviously fresh A podcast where hip-hop and politics connect I know everybody tough and they beating on their chest But I'm worried about your health, you better go get you a check Get some PSA, Alzheimer's and diabetes be in play But don't be afraid to go and let them check your DNA If you dive in deep, you find the factors that you need to change So you can see a doctor or just cut back off the E&J I don't even play, I'm about to go and just be selfish Get me a report and see just if I got a health risk Cause when they be creeping up, they moving on on the stealth tip and with the knowledge I can see somebody who can help it but make your own decision with whatever you choose I understand the reservations I was hesitant to but when I looked into the subject then I learned what they do it made me comfortable enough to go and learn me the truth Ah, shucks we gotta leave this was fun as it could be and that's why we did a team up with 23 and me dope knife and lingua franca or they call Mariah P and she did a dissertation and she got a PhD and I didn't do none of that but I am an MC and I'm dotting on my eyes and I'm crossing all my T's. What? Told you they ain't knowing what they facing. Take care of yourself. Love waiting on reparations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dope. Yo, yo, yo. This is Dope Knife. This is Lingua Franca. And you have been listening to Waiting on Reparations. Have a great week. If you liked our story, check out what Oscar Ramirez has to say about his journey to health discovery on The Daily Dive with Oscar Ramirez. You can find his episode on the Spit Feed, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
And that's it on another dope show. Did this episode inspire you to take a closer look at your health history, your genetic makeup? Who knew DNA could reveal so much about our past while also holding the keys to certain health insights that may impact our future? I continue to be inspired by these stories, and I hope you do as well. Catch you next time. Listen to Spit, an original podcast from iHeartRadio and 23andMe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.